Welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture from this week, any week ever. It can be anything or whatever we want. Whatever you want, we will talk about it. We will. Yeah. Uh, Holly, (laughs) tell them where they can contact us and find more information about us. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on... You can email us. We have our email address down there. Any thoughts, any feelings? We want to hear them all. We love feedback. We do. We really enjoy it. Or just something you want us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, As well, we do have a Patreon. We have two options on there. One of them gets you just Celebrity Corner, which is where we just talk specifically about one celebrity Mm -hmm. who doesn't really have enough content for a whole podcast, but they're weird enough that we want to talk about them. Yeah, yeah. And then the next option gets you that and Bad Book Club, where we talk about books that maybe aren't considered good, but we absolutely love them. And they're usually free ebooks, so you can yep. read along with us. Read along. And yeah. again, just let us know any thought, any feeling absolutely. we want to know. Get um, in touch. Let's jump in to popular culture from this week. Yes. What has there been? Again, if you are not a fan of the uh, Kardashian West, then I'm very sorry. Well, Most jump, of mine. I would just jump a little bit ahead because that yeah. has been what's majorly happened this yeah. week. However, I would recommend not jumping ahead because it's super weird. It's It needs to be talked yeah. about, but I wanted to talk about the other things I've been yeah. noticing before uh, we idea. get on to them. Because... Okay, go, go, go. So... Um, really sad news. Uh, Betty Davis passed away. Absolute icon, when? singer, legend. When did I? I, I think like Wednesday. I don't know. No one talked about it. I was really sad. I fully miss her. I have no. Yeah. I had no idea she was dead. I know she died. Oops. Really, really uh, sad. Yeah. Could have done really better. Sad. World. Uh, memorizing that. So yeah, I saw nothing. But I, maybe I wasn't on social media enough. Let us know. Did you see enough on Betty? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Betty White. Um. <laughs> she also died yeah she's dead too uh but did you see enough on betty davis no well that's answered (laughs) moving on moving on um kirsty allsop so for our non-uk listeners she um (laughs) is one half of a she uh, location location location. she's location 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 so it's like they try her and this guy phil they try and help people find a house and they take them to different houses and blah, blah blah so she i always knew she was posh but oh, yeah. my mum loves location, 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 relocation, relocation, relocation. Like every what, there's, spin-off. There's also relocation. Yeah. I'm missing out. Yeah, they've got a whole... Wow. And she has like a Christmas craft thing and like an oh, Easter yeah. thing. So like she's quite big on telly. Uh, this week she had an interview where she blamed our generation and Oof. our elder millennials Yes. for... Um, spending too much money on netflix and avocado toast to be able to buy our first house so we should all just be living with our parents saving money and not spending things on the gym like money on the gym um because she was like i was 21 when i bought my first house her dad is a hereditary baron hereditary baron that sits in the house of lords obviously you at 21 are gonna have a completely different circumstances to any normal person in the uk i don't know how old she is specifically but how long ago do you reckon she was 21 this is the thing it's probably like the 90s like all the the 80s or the 90s a financial crash since then like a a teeny weeny one that made house prices ridiculous 
they're not the same as they were yep. in the 90s. Nope. So, interesting. It's, it's just misguided. It's just unnecessary. I had seen the memes from that. And what I will say is, I would actually argue that our generation, Gen, Gen Z, Z, uh, is the generation that actually stole people's Netflix accounts. Like, aren't we known for that? Like, just <laughs> sponging off other yeah. people's accounts. I, I would say we are assessment. kind of a generation of spongers. Yeah. Um, and I say that with pride. <laughs> so I think she's wrong. Yes. And also, I will say, Avocado Toast is not that pricey anymore. Like, I, it's, not, it's not cheap, but, like, it's not going to not allow you to get a house. You yeah, know? that's not the thing. That's it's definitely not what all my, my money's craw. going yeah. on. You yeah. Know? Um, and an occasional treat should be allowed, and you should yeah. be able to do that and yeah, have the money to get yourself a house. It's like the small things in life that make you know. We love brunch. We are a brunch positive oh, podcast. Oh yeah, but it's also things like um. So I'm guessing when she was 21, if she did get a university education, university Probably. education was free. We are now in yep. a position where that's not the case either. Yep. So, like, people already are going into adulthood with a lot of debt. Yep. It's just not the same. It's a bad take. It's just, and especially in the climate that we're in, especially in the UK uh, at the moment, the ev- it's, all, it's all gone to shit and the cost of living is set to increase exponentially. It already has, but now, like, there's going to be a national insurance hike, which is going to hit graduates like me and Hannah and uh, just our generation are like, yep, sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> so bad that's take. where we're at the moment. Just bad take. The memes were memes great. Were good, though. Yeah. And it started a conversation because people are like, shut up, Kirsty Allsop. Your dad's a fucking baron. I know. No just one, don't. No one you... wanted her opinion. I wonder no what Phil thinks opinion. about it. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next thing, so Kardashians. Do you have any non-Kardashian related? No. No, okay. Never. So the start of the week, Kim K, Vogue. Yes, how I kind of forgot this was the same week. week. Same week. Feels like it was so long ago. Doesn't it? Like we've the world has moved on yeah. since then. So anyway, she comes out with this uh, I think she's March's cover. I don't know. They always do like a month yeah, ahead. Yeah. March. Um and everyone's saying it's very like it was quite an innovative styling there's a whole section where she's with the kids and uh, they let north dress the her icon s- of the family <laughs> her siblings yeah um we have our own little well hannah's theory is that she does not like the next one the, the one the second oldest one yeah i'm sorry i don't re- saint is that one saint there, there's too many original names and i can't yeah. do all of them no saint i believe it's saint is kim's favorite she's was Kim's favourite and she's admitted this in a yeah. Kardashian's confessional I have a theory that North hates this child because she styled him for this shoot as if he was Buzz Lightyear and all the <laughs> other kids look super duper cool he still looks cool but like he looks like Buzz Lightyear he does check it out yeah, it's like you think he's wearing a Buzz Lightyear costume and then yeah. you're like, oh no, actually, he is, uh, he's been dressed that way uh-huh. and it was, he's been dressed that way by his elder sister and you're like, hmm, she's working through some stuff here but she's just been allowed to do it in vogue. So anyway. Which is interesting. This is besides the point. The, more, the most important thing about this is that um, Diet Prada, excellent reporting, yeah. uh, did a infographic post in comparison with all um, black women 
and the comparison of Kim's photos besides yeah. them. There's one where she's got like the hair and she looks like Nina Simone. <laughs> there's another one. There's a couple of Beyonce similarities mm-hmm. with the cover. A couple of Naomi Campbell similarities. And it's just like, wow, Vogue really said for Black History Month, yeah. Kim K. Kim so K. everyone's like, she's just going to... It's disappointing, but she's just going to continue to blackfish and she doesn't care. Like, yeah, it's disappointing. It's not surprising. It's not surprising. Like, this is this is part of it. This is what they do. So, yeah, like, absolutely. So then this is completely... Well, no, I don't think it is. It isn't detached from it. But no. I'm thinking in, like, terms of the timeline. Was Kanye, Kanye Instagramming was, before? So, so the picture of the, the Vogue pictures come out. Yeah. He at this point Instagrams a picture of all the kids. Like the, yeah, and that's says in the editorial. In all caps, God please bring our family back together. All of these captions are in caps. Let's just Yeah. <laughs> um, that. But I I don't know what came next. Kylie's birthing of a child. Yes, because that was drawing but no, did Kim I'm getting confused I don't know now. what you're gonna th- say, so it's hard for me to respond. <laughs> Kim said the like I want us to co-parent in peace if he just responded to his lawyers. That was last week. That was last week. Yeah. Okay, so this is going into the new week. He posts the thing saying, I just want my kids mm. back. It's still gaining bad traction. And then I think we have Kylie's announcement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're right. So Kylie then just had her baby. Right. She did. It wasn't that crazy. She named it Wolf. I don't like that. No, no one does. No one likes it. But did anyone, like, no one likes Stormy. And we're just going to get used to it, guys, because we'll start hearing it all the time. But yeah, yeah, we are going to hear Wolfie. Wolfie. Um, Don't don't love it, but, you know, her choice, her baby. Yeah, I mean. And it's not the worst name that the Kardashians have come up with. No, I thought, I saw people speculating that it might be like Astro. Yeah. Um, Oh, no, I hadn't seen, I'd seen Angel. That was uh, the big one that people were being like, it's going to be Angel. It, it wasn't but nice try yeah <laughs> that would almost make more sense yeah. i would suggest like the celestial kind of there was reasoning behind it i just don't remember what it was no i didn't pay attention no. to that so sorry if you wanted to know the, the mindset yeah, of... yeah, you can find articles on it yeah um so i think because she had the baby on the 2nd of feb mm-hmm. i think they were probably like wanting to announce it in a different way but it was kind of like strategically announced i think because to take some attention away from kanye just going off on instagram like i think it was to be like oh look she's had her baby everyone's been waiting for it she's had her baby like look at this now (laughs) don't look at him anymore um but it it hasn't stopped him no because you mean the ones from today (laughs) to the pictures he put on instagram today and has already deleted Oh, have they already disappeared? Yeah. I was thinking of the Billie Eilish um, oh, right. drive-by. See, this is what... Just say them. Because I can't <laughs> guess what you're going to say next. So he posts this thing, um, and it's a video of uh, Billie Eilish stopping her concert mm. to give a fan an inhaler, yeah. because she saw that. And then he says, Billie, you should apologise to Travis Scott for saying this like for doing any of yeah. this and um she was like i didn't this is this was not, nothing to do yeah i didn't mention travis i didn't mention astro world i didn't mention any of it yeah but he's like apologize it's it was very much giving when he interrupted uh taylor, taylor. Swift. yeah 
um, being like, Beyonce should have won this. It's just like, why are you stepping in? I think sometimes he's to... just in a different place to the rest of us. I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're experiencing the same thing that Kanye's experiencing. Yeah. Most of the time. That's true. And then today. <laughs> <laughs> so today he had put Instagram pictures up that I'm guessing the internet had made, as he kind of was saying. <laughs> Uh, he has deleted them, but you can find them. My favourite is the Civil War poster. Yeah, um, Marvel's Civil yeah, War. Yeah, where... I'm so confused with the people on it. So, like, it's one side of people on one mm-hmm. side and the other side and the other side. That makes so much sense. So, it's him and Kim at the front of both sides. So, then you're getting the implication that everyone behind them is on their side. Yes. Now, on Kim's side... Oh, no, it's Pete Davidson's side, even. So, obviously, Kim's behind Pete Davidson. Yeah. Obviously, she's going to support him. Billie Eilish is on that side as well. I'm assuming in contention in co- yeah. with, yeah. But then the one that gets me is right at the back, Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, Taylor Swift is on Pete Davidson and Kim's side, which is news to me. I didn't, like, fair. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Kim and Taylor have reconciled, and I would oh, love that. Um, but it's not something we've publicly seen, so I'm no. confused why, they're right at the, why Taylor's right at the back. And... The one that gets me on Kanye's side is Kendall Jenner. Because <laughs> why is Kendall Jenner on Kanye's side? If I, I miss know. something, I, I, she's just glaringly there. The third, unless that's not. I know. Is I thought that it was his girlfriend? girlfriend. I thought it was his girlfriend. I thought it was oh, Julia Fox. Okay, um, that explains a lot, but also worrying. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's also not a nice picture of that, and she's very beautiful. His current girlfriend. It's so strange to me that he clearly is in love with someone else. Yeah. And she doesn't seem to like him that much either. No. So stop it. It's very like performance arty. Yeah, and but it's not even good. No. But I have seen people starting to replicate her eye makeup that he did on her of the just smudge black Black. eyeshadow. Yeah. Um. Don't encourage it. It's That's not, all I'll say. It's not a look. No. In it's my not opinion. The, no, no, not in... Yeah, I guess just in our opinion. I just don't think we should encourage him and his makeup career. Yeah. Um, but maybe this is a personal tack towards Kylie now. Like, maybe he's oh, trying maybe. to come for her career. Maybe. Maybe we'll get Kanye's lip kits. <laughs> Change the game. <laughs> they would have great names. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they would be... Like, <laughs> I don't fuck with Stormy. <laughs> Who the fuck calls their kid Stormy? <laughs> they'd just be so hateful. And then like a month later, you'd be like, I regret that. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that wasn't me. Um, and then my favourite one of the ones that he's possibly deleted mm. from today is... Yeah, I think he's deleted them all. A group photo. Yeah. That Pete Davidson's in. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I didn't know they'd ever cross paths. No. Um, but... I think Kid Cudi is sitting beside uh, Pete Davidson and I think the caption was, I just want my friend back and Pete Davidson has a big red X um, over his face. It's very funny. Like, I imagine Pete Davidson is having a lot of fun with this. Well, someone said I can't wait for it to appear on SNL. It definitely will. There's not even even an allusion to it. It's like... I reckon they're (laughs) trying to get Kanye on the show. (gasps) Like, I reckon they want him to just be in a skit. Yeah. Just to, like stir the drama because it would be funny i mean but it's probably probably not the best idea but it would be funny and also he probably does need a bit of help at the minute i think Um, he does yeah but just try not to deal with these things publicly it's hard not to talk about them 
It's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, we we forget, and then suddenly there's another yeah. post, and then there's another, and you know. And I don't. It's not that I follow him on Instagram, but I get like no. I get like news alerts, and I'll be like, "Can you done this now?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna have to check." Yeah. Uh, but I'm done. Yes. Um, yeah. but I I think with all that chaos, it kind of fits today. Yes, I agree. I think we've done two weeks of like really, you know, big 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 high drama. Yes. And this week, it's not. It's just kind of fun, I think. Like, yeah. I think it's just good fun. For us, maybe. Yes. We who, hope it's fun for who you. Who are we talking about? Talking about our pets, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson himself. Yes. Um, I think he, due to the Twilight Renaissance that has been happening for a couple of years now. Yes. There has been a Robert Pattinson Renaissance. Not that he ever really went away in the way Kristen Stewart did. And I would say there has been a bigger Kristen Stewart Renaissance. Yes. Um, because I do think, and this is a different topic, that she suffered very sexist treatment. Absolutely. And that impacted her career massively. And yeah. now, look at her go. Yeah. But Robert Pattinson kind of had a bit of his own renaissance in that he, you know, people always assumed, and it's the same for both of them, bad actors. And yes. then he was like slowly working his way back, doing kind of like independent films, really weird stuff, mm-hmm. to the point that now... He is Batman, and he's back doing like big films, getting he's in the a main roles. Exactly, and I think to go from like everyone hating on you and saying you're really ba- bad actor to getting Batman is pretty good because the last yeah, two Batmans absolutely. have been Oscar nominated. I don't know if they're Oscar oh, winners, would but they? I think, well, Christian Bale's definitely been nominated. Maybe oh. has won, and Ben Affleck feel like he got a nomination for Gone Girl good point so it does show there's kind of a high standard yes and he's clearly met that in the eyes of everyone and i I think he deserves that i think he does i think i mean my main focus on this was i went over and reread his gq interviews because i definitely think that reintroduced his chaotic energy yeah i kind of just focus on chaotic things he's done yeah it's just it's just pure chaos but i think it's very like authentic and i think it'd be one of those things that would just be really irritating if it was an act i think some of it is an act but i I think genuinely he's a very like eccentric person and we don't really have celebrities that are authentically so eccentric anymore a good comparison before we really get into the gq interviews and everything is willem dafoe and i i didn't come to this until so i was when i was watching the videos and then i suddenly remembered the lighthouse existing i know i forgot about such a bizarre film and i will say just to focus (laughs) on the meme i don't know if you remember this of him beating the seagull to death how could i forget oh and they put it like put different songs over all of it and it fit it fit it fit everything it was high camp like it was good (laughs) yeah but when i was watching i think it's in the gq like when he's going over his best roles yeah yeah yeah. and he's talking about willem dafoe and he says working with willem dafoe was like working with a six-year-old yeah and i thought but like what is working with you like because that is how i would think people talk about you yes and at that that point i just thought they kind of i feel a similar energies in yeah. the world of acting like yeah. very talented but also the bizarrest people ever yeah to the point that you're watching them in a film and you're like is this good mm-hmm. because i know i love it i know i'm enjoying it mm. but like is it good <laughs> like if someone 
if you showed this to an alien yeah who has no preconception of film or anything what would their opinion be <laughs> but they're just so engaging mm. but just the most chaotic people ever ever yeah and i think they're very similar like I, that's one of the only other people i can kind of name with a similar energy to him i'd agree i think i hadn't thought about i hadn't thought about them in contention until i yeah mm. like you i remember that they were in the lighthouse together and i've not seen it because i don't like it's not scary, for everyone i would say scary films what i will i just feel like they are what you were saying about him being authentically chaotic and yeah. not in a way that now people i think are trying to seem like oh crazy quirky yeah. they just seem authentically quite strange yeah yeah, yeah. i can't think of many other actors that can claim that, that and you wouldn't look at them and think that's pr yes yeah it's like you say yes guaranteed some of it's pr but like it it seems more like maybe his manager would be like do something a little bit weird for attention and he would times that by 10 yes it's like his perceptions yeah. of what is a bit strange yeah. it's not by the parameters of what like the rest of hollywood are measuring yeah crazy for sure by. yeah he's a strange man so gq yes tell me i i mean this came out i think it was before we started the podcast like a couple of months just before yeah. we started the podcast so it's um may 2020 they go to our pats uh-huh. and they give him a camera and they give him all these um expensive clothes yep and they're like you do the whole cover shoot and we'll just you s- just you just you yep. you can style it yeah you can take the photographs uh-huh. there's nobody else obviously because it was locked down and there was mm-hmm. he was i think in london um because batman got suspended yep. filming and they're great and we i remember thinking looking at those going what an interesting man i feel yeah. like we had a long discussion about it at For the time sure. being like this this is great mm-hmm. he's just living a life he's yep. they're artistic they're a bit weird like he's got a tie on his head and yeah. socks around his knees and stuff and all this kind of strangeness around it but then i think looking at the photos from that shoot and the photos that have just come out with his latest one compare. oh my god they look so tame well, can, you, can you create kind of like through words mm-hmm. try and explain these new pictures so it's like a like a neon mm. I, would, I would kind describe of. it as terrifying they are they are awful like in a very fun way yeah, 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 but they are scary. Yeah, like they are not. <laughs> like they would haunt your dreams, but yeah. they're artistic and wonderful. But there's horrible. lots of like blood, yeah. teeth stuff. Who was in charge? I don't know. I don't think it was him. Though. I don't think it was him, but it has him written all over. It. I think they couldn't have gone to any <laughs> other actor with it. Can you imagine? No. Like the the only name that's come into my brain is like Tom Holland. Can you imagine Tom oh. Holland doing this? He would be so yeah. embarrassed. I feel. Yeah. But it's, it's with his full, like, our pats. We'll put them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, So you yeah. can kind of get more... Or you can Google them yourself. They will be places. But it it's, it's interesting. Um, and they blow the first lot, like, out of the water in terms of... 100%. Disturbing and kind of, like, really quite dark. But they're very neon. Like, there's a lot of, like, clashing colours. I feel like it seems like we don't like them. I love them. No, I think they're great. I think they're incredible. I just don't like looking at them. No, I maybe <laughs> wouldn't print it off and put it in my room. 
Can you imagine a poster I like, of that? I like the one of him in like the orange and the green suit. Or the one in the orange with the like with his feet. He's like at a really weird angle. I think he's like maybe sitting down. I like those ones where he's not. The only ones that are sticking in my brain are the the ones that haunt mm. my dreams. <laughs> and that's about it. They're very Joker vibes, which I think is really an interesting directorial thingy for Batman. That it's like this is the kind of Batman you're getting, a Batman that's quite close to the Joker. <laughs> like even the colours feel Honestly, very jokery. I think it also speaks to Robert Pattinson actually being and this is his words, more of an emo person than I think you would anticipate. <laughs> and the reason I say those are his words was from the most recent GQ interview when he's well, the one where he's going through his past roles and he's talking about filming Twilight and he says mm. that he wanted it to be or he saw it as quite an emo thing <laughs> says emo and then i think i was watching an interview about the batman as well and he said a similar thing and i was like i think he just likes to mess like take characters yeah. that people have a certain like view on and be like how can i make this weirder <laughs> yeah. so i honestly think he looked at the batman and thought emo i'm gonna make him emo he's gonna he's gonna be an e-boy e-boy batman e-boy batman it's what we're going to be getting yeah. from. Um, but yeah, so in comparison to like where he's come from now, it doesn't seem like he's done very much because Batman kept getting like re- like stopped and started and stuff. One of yeah. them was because he caught COVID and then <laughs> they had to stop it all also, again. Also, in terms of Batman, one thing I really appreciate is when they started filming, he was like, I'm going to do all the exercise. Because a, a big thing with mm. these superhero movies is you've got to do a ridiculous amount of exercise. Yeah. And I remember all these like photos coming out of him doing it and just looking so unhappy about it. Yeah. And slowly he was just like, no. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> and he still obviously exercises. His body's yeah, still going to yeah, look yeah. incredible. But I just really respect that because I do feel like you get a lot from... Now, especially, I think it's good for a lot of men as well, because you get a lot from those types of actors in those movies being like, mm. yeah, exercise, the best thing ever. Yeah. It was quite refreshing, I think, to hear someone be like, oh, actually, I hate it. Yeah. I really don't like it. I and think that's quite good. Yeah. And especially, I think, because, I mean, May, we'd only been in lockdown for like mm. a month or something, two months. And when he's talking about it, he was like, my uh, personal trainer has been begging me. She dropped off some equipment at the flat and she's been begging me to do it. I just haven't done it. I just don't want to do it. And he says, um, I think if you're working out all the time, you're part of the problem. By you, he means the other actors. You set a precedent. No one's doing this in the 70s. Even James Dean, he wasn't exactly ripped. He says that back when back when he was the star of Twilight, the one, the one time they told me to take my shirt off, I think they told me to put it back on again. So here's, here's the story of this. Because um, I'm going to say, I don't have ref- like references for a lot of this stuff. It just is in my memory from all these years. <laughs> yeah. So the story there is, you'll probably remember the infamous scene. I think it's in Twilight. I think it's this scene in Twilight where he like opens his top to show he's like glittering for yes. the first time. And he's like, I'm a monster. And so he read those words and was like, I should look like a monster. And went out of his way to make his body look bad <laughs> now i don't know exactly what he was doing but he was he definitely he wasn't trying to get buff yeah exactly yeah he wasn't trying to get a six pack he still looks good but yeah. he was making himself look worse because he was like i should look like a monster <laughs> like i should look bad and then he got there 
opened up the top and they were like, what, what is this? <laughs> what have you done? And that's how I think he doesn't always understand. Yes. He doesn't understand the brief. No. But I am happier that that's what we got as Edward. I thought it was in contention with New Moon because his top is fully and it's I think weird. at that point that that was him he had exercised. Oh. Because they were one. also I remember there was discussion when um with my other friend who liked Twilight at the time she was like mm. he's just got a really weird nipple. And yeah, yeah this kind I... of draws attention when once you're aware that he's got a, a weird nipple in that one scene at the end of New Moon. <laughs> I'm not shamed. This isn't yeah, me poor shaming guy. We're here, him. Like, oh yeah. yeah, he looks shit. He does not. No, 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 no. Like, if he did, why would I have been so obsessed with him? Yeah, I was still Team Edward, through mm-hmm. and through. I don't know that I was Team anyone. I just kind of wanted a <laughs> scenario where she could be with everyone at once. <laughs> Polyamory. Yeah, I said polyamory rights as a child. <laughs> Just could never make a decision. I was like, oh, well, he's attractive and he's attractive. They're both kind of nice. So leave me alone. <laughs> Don't make me choose. Yeah, I know. I just, it wasn't a, a thing before that. And suddenly we had to always make choices. Like, yeah. who would you rather this person be with? All of them. <laughs> anyway, that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, but the biggest re- uh, revelation from that original GQ article is uh, his pasta creation yeah um i don't really know if it was i think he named it i think it was like the italian for uh, a little pillow and then (laughs) he tries to make it in front of the gq interviewer interesting and in the process he is like he's putting on gloves he's mashing it in his hand he's putting in tinfoil uh he is also i think he also breaks the microwave yeah um during it and the lights go out or the microwave is broken like how long did this whole process go on for i think this was over because they put the time thing for him to do no (laughs) like he he full-on was getting gloves involved so it wasn't like a (laughs) oh let me show you it's super easy he spent time doing this and broke several (laughs) things break several things and then has the audacity to ask can you actually put tinfoil in the oven the interviewer tells him yes but don't put it in the microwave (laughs) so it's like the parameters of his cooking habits are actually dangerous in the kitchen there was one clip as well and again i can't link this it's from memory of him (laughs) being like oh i'm actually a really good cook and then admitting he only knows how to cook one meal but he was like i've just started cooking i'm really good at it i know how to make one meal (laughs) That's good. <laughs> that's so all I, I need. I think he thinks he's. I think that's why he thought he would be capable mm-hmm. of making. What was it meant to be? A pasta that you could hold in your hand. Yeah, I think that's why he <laughs> thought he was the person to do that, despite having no skills. Because yeah. it, to him, he believes he's talented at cooking. Yeah, and if you tell yourself something enough, it will Someone, start to feel yeah. real. Because then, in the latest one, he was like, everyone thought that was a joke. But I was actually in talks with somebody to like put it as like a frozen food in a supermarket. So he was being deathly serious as like, this is a good way for me to brand this potential product that I'm... This is very bizarre because I do think this is kind of a parallel that... Is he just searching out other ventures? Because there's that. And then, when do you know the... I think it's for GQ as well. I don't know why they're obsessed. Well, I know why they're obsessed with them. The short film of him wanting a hot dog, yeah. which I, we will talk it's about. Amazing. But just before we talk about it, yeah, I, 
he when he's discussing this in the bit the GQ thing now where he's talking about his best roles, he says that his ma- manager called him afterwards because he wrote this thing and was like, "You should make a TV series out of this." <laughs> and now I'm thinking, is he just always searching for new business ventures? I is he, he actually is. like an entrepreneur? <laughs> he is just the sort of person that would come one one of these days. His wacky ideas. Like, one of them will be good. Yes. And it will do something incredible. Yeah, he'll stumble on something, but... Hmm. So the hot dog. Um, <laughs> I don't... So I think it's a GQ thing. It is. They produced it. Yeah. So I don't know if they just went to him and went, got any ideas, or did he go to them? Maybe he went to them. I kind of hope he went to them. Yeah. Because I know that they do do this thing because they let Noah Centineo do one as well. Oh my God, I didn't know that existed. No, you've seen it because we watched it together because I remember when we finished it, we were actually like, that was actually quite good. Like it was, it made him seem better as a person. And it was actually, like it was well written. Yeah. That's what I would say. So I do think these are a good idea. Yeah. I don't know if they're branching out to people or if people have ideas (laughs) and they're like, hmm. Um, but because of that, the Noah Centineo one, I think probably they're branching out to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I like to imagine is they said to him, we would like you to make like a three minute long film. It can be anything you want. Just do it. And he took from that, I'm going to film an existential crisis of me <laughs> wanting a hot dog and not being able to do that. And then it ends with the wor- words, you can call me Rob, I eat hot dogs. <laughs> and it's all like he, like, he's never talking to people in it. It's all internal monologue, the whole thing. The voice is, I think, the lasting impression that I have from oh. this uh, piece. It's him kind of like, kind of ASMR-y, like, whisper gremlin talking it doesn't really like, sound like him like when no. i think of his voice it's i like, don't think of Rob, it. what are you doing it's like a little gremlin voice <laughs> it is a little gremlin voice yeah, yeah. it's giving um willem dafoe <laughs> <laughs> again it all makes sense yeah, now it yeah. is really giving willem dafoe i love it yeah no, no it's definitely watch it because it's really short yep um what is interesting is that when he like in the video where he breaks down his most mm. they include um the hot dog video yeah. and get him to talk about it and he says that it from like conception to the finished product it was done in like an hour and a half <laughs> that makes which so makes much so sense. much sense <laughs> so like... now i really want to hear from noah centineo yeah just, like How do you what was his because i imagine that he spent like months writing this mm. and then was like yes art <laughs> and robert pattinson was just like hmm hot dogs really fancy hot dogs oh bored in okay. hotel room yeah stumbled onto an idea here <laughs> someone gives me a camera and they just like yeah. send me on my way yeah <laughs> it's very funny mm. it is very very funny um and yeah and i think this the first interview like coincided with the twilight renaissance really picking up some speed i think i feel like i think it was well on its way, but the I always think about like the summer of 2020 yeah. was when it was... Well, see, so I have my own personal Twilight timeline. So obviously there's, there's a time, <laughs> timeline of everything coming out. So like yeah. Twilight comes out in 2008. Yes. So 2008 is obviously peak Twilight. Actually, probably when New Moon comes out is peak Twilight. Yes. By the time we get to Breaking Dawn, it's hated on. And by the time the final Breaking Dawn comes out... Everyone hates on it. Everyone hates people in it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Kristen Stewart's getting, like, fired from the... Blah, blah, blah. All this is happening. That's a whole different story. 
I would then say Twilight Night Sun starts on probably Tumblr in 2018, potentially Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. It's reached the mainstream probably in 2020. Yeah. But th- yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But what's also happening simultaneously is Robert Pattinson's renaissance of here's this video that someone created, can't give credit to right now, but we'll link it, of Robert Pattinson hating on Twilight. Yeah. Now, I don't know what year that video actually came out, but I think that was having its own separate trajectory. Yeah, yeah, yeah Parallel yeah, yeah. to this. Yeah. And then this hot dog video comes out and it kind of joins the two. And it's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Robert Pattinson hating on Twilight, Twilight Renaissance, join it. <laughs> and it became a beautiful movement at that point. It did, because I think, like, it was before I was kind of aware that the Twilight Renaissance was, like, gaining so much momentum. Like, mm. privately, I loved it. It was great. It was, like, a very good time for me in my life. But he always said, like, really nice things about it retrospectively. I mean, you would. At one point, he was, like, the highest paid actor of that year or something because of it. But he always was, like, the soundtracks were really ahead of their time. Like, people really like it. Um, And and in this GQ article, he said, I think in a lot of ways they seem more like a sort of existential art house movies than the things that were intentionally trying to be that. So it's, like... Yeah, he's he's now a champion of I almost the do get films. like I feel like 2015 16 I was probably part of like the everyone hates on Twilight it became really shit train. But like only briefly it does kind of annoy me now when people are like every, he fully hates Twilight. I don't think he does. No, I don't think he does. And like I think the first Twilight film and I think you would admit it's a pretty good film, it's even if you film. take it as a meme. And like he yeah. says, it probably is better looking at it like an art house fir- mm. film. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. But the music's incredible. Yeah. The film Cinematography incre- is yeah, amazing. Yeah. So good. The acting's pretty good. Like I know you'll I hate on it all so. you want, but yeah. like they were given kind of weird things to say. Like yeah. there's no good way to say like the spider monkey line. <laughs> or, it's like, also like a low budget film. Like yeah. they didn't have like the <laughs> The it's money. pretty good. Like I, so I don't believe that he hated on it. I believe he got that he hatefully hated it. That is, but I believe he got to a point where he hated it because he was forced to do it over and over again. It'll be like yes. the people who yeah. were in Riverdale probably love the concept and love the yeah. first season, but now probably despise it. But in ten years' time, <laughs> retrospectively, will be like that was such a good time of my life. Yeah. yeah. So I just won't stand for that much Twilight hate. It's almost like mm. a thing of like. You can hate on it, but when other people hate on it, it's like, mm, no, you <laughs> yeah. you weren't in the trenches. You, weren't you haven't there. done the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you had been obsessed and mm-hmm. then had everyone hate on you for being obsessed, yeah, you are allowed to comment. If not, shut your mouth. <laughs> I also think it was probably like him having to do the press tour and having to answer these like stupid questions. I mean, and, and, like, all, and- his relationship <laughs> being a part of the questions yeah. as well so much, like. That was a lot of the press rather than. Yeah, I honestly think the press was super annoying because, like we were saying, this whole thing of like, are you Team Edward or Jacob? It became creepy. Like it it was creepy. Yeah. Um, and I I kind of in in terms of creepiness, want to talk about the the stalker he had. Oh yeah. Which, in any other scenario, is scary. So scary. But um, the quote is. I had a stalker while filming a movie in Spain last year. And this is the sort of people he had to deal with with Twilight. Mm, so yeah. that's where, So at that point, we're taking it very seriously. Yeah. People were a bit 
bad. Intense. Yeah, intense. Yeah. She stood outside of my apartment every day for weeks, all day, every day. Super uh, bad. Hate that. Don't Hate that. do that. I was so bored and lonely that I went out and had dinner with her. I just complained about everything in my life and she never came back. I mean, <laughs> incredible. Like, I, I mean, she no was probably that. a super fan. Yeah. And was like, one he... conversation, <laughs> nothing else. Never again. But that's really smart. Like, I think obviously... I don't know that that would work for everyone. No. I think especially if, like, the genders were reversed, I think, with statistics. Um, I don't think maybe a woman could do the similar kind of thing. I don't think anyone should meet with their stalker. It's not (laughs) the responsible thing to (laughs) do. Not advocating it. But it's that I was so bored and lonely. Just, like, casually being like, yeah, I was in a terrible place, so I thought let's talk to my stalker and even they didn't like me (laughs) you can imagine that he's like he's been lying down for like i don't know two hours gets up looks (laughs) out to the window sees she's still standing there he's like right okay i'm gonna do it now (laughs) he knew she was there all day every day so i just imagine him in like a hotel room like peeking out every five minutes like oh she's still still there there. like uh, hi like waving at her like (laughs) and then over a couple of days he was like oh well we'll go out for a meal then um but that's the sort of people he was dealing with. Yeah. It was a weird time. I would hate it. It was also, a weird pop culture time as well. Also, say. this is a guy in his early 20s when this was happening. He was 21 it's when he filmed so Twilight. It's like. bizarre to me how young he is <laughs> yeah. in these things. And it just makes sense. He he just was a young person. His stubbornness really fits with that age. Mm. And I don't know that they can be that surprised that a 21-year-old boy was just like, I want to make this edgy and different <laughs> and was really stubborn about that to the point he was almost fired. Like, I don't know that they can be that surprised. <laughs> that he wasn't, like, super, super on yeah, board with it. <laughs> no. Like, and then he just had to kind of deal with it as time yeah. went on. He was like, well, it's ridiculous now. I'll just go with it. <laughs> this is the line. Yeah. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just, more strangeness. So from the latest GQ, along with the terrifying photos, mm. um, <laughs> the interviewer reveals that they were supposed to have the conduct the interview at London Zoo, but um, he talked himself out of it because he said, I was talking to my girlfriend and the GQ uh, writer was put to the model and actress Suki Waterhouse, for those not in the know. <laughs> uh, I was talking to my girlfriend last night and she was like, you know, people don't really like zoos, dot, dot, dot. I'd been thinking ab- about a metaphorical thing. But then I was thinking, that's very wrong. A sad bear walking in circles, and he talked himself out of it. So they they just had it in a park in Notting Hill instead. Like <laughs> they didn't. They was. A, but can you imagine the all these children, like everyone just screaming, and Robert Pattinson's having an inter his GQ interview. It makes no sense at London. Why does it make sense? <laughs> I wish, like, if I could be a fly on the wall anywhere, I would love to be a fly on the wall in his and like Suki Waterhouse's oh. apartment or whatever. How strange do you think? I think they they're bizarre be? as people because they both are, <laughs> and I I mean this in an endearing way. Posh weird people. Yes, they're both super posh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're both super weird. I think yeah. she's weird too. She must be. I she mu- like how could you live with him? Yeah, like <laughs> they make sense as a couple. I think they do. I think they I agree. like. There's not many people that would make sense with him, but them growing old together makes so much sense to me because can you imagine like. They have children. Mm-hmm. You're one of their children's friends. They're going to be like that. 
the weird parents yeah. that are just like quite artsy. <laughs> yeah. And you go over and they would be like, there's no food in the house ever. <laughs> But they're just really lovely. Like, you'd be yeah. like, oh, I like your, like, cardigan. And they'd be like, I'll have it. Like, yeah. they're, they're the best people, but they're also the worst. Yes, absolutely. I, I just think they make sense. They're going to be just posh, weird people forever. Yeah. Eccentric is what people would probably call them. But yes. posh, weird is probably the better brand. Well, yeah, that's what it is to everyone else, isn't yeah, it? Posh you're allowed weird. to be eccentric if you're rich and posh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, But yeah, he... Uh, very much talks about um being in the batman suit yeah and all i could see was ben from parks and rec yeah in this instance so um he said the nature of the shoot was so kind of insular always shooting at night just really dark all the time i felt very much alone <laughs> even just being in the suit all the time you're not really allowed out of the studio with the suit on so i barely knew what was going on at all outside <laughs> they built him a little tent off to the side of the set where he could go to decompress and he mostly would pass the time getting weird in the bat suit. I'd be in the tent just making ambient electronic music in the suit, looking over the cowl, which apparently is the name of the yeah. mask piece, which I didn't know. There's something about the construction of the cowl that makes it very difficult to read books, so you have to kind of almost lean forward to see out of it. <laughs> getting weird in the bat suit yeah, is a phrase like, that they didn't really dwell upon. Yeah, and I think they should have, because how... <laughs> How else was what? he like, doing? What, yeah. Like, what happened in the Batsu? But he's it, just there making electronic yeah, EDM tracks. It, of course. Of course you would. But you can... All I can see is Ben from Parks and Rec when yeah. he buys the Batsuit. Oh, I love that. I honestly wish in the new film they would just in, insert a clip of, like, Ben Wyatt in the Batsuit <laughs> and not address it. Just be like, there it is. Or, like, a post credit scene and it's just him, like, being like, oh my god. <laughs> That would be good to me. That would it would just make sense. Just him by himself trying to read a book, but he can't see out of the mask. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's, it's just sad. Very good. It's sad for him. Isn't Do it? you want to, on a slight tangent, just because it's all I can think about at this moment in time, know what my favorite article ever is called? Yes, uh, it's a Guardian article from two thousand nine, and oh, it's called. It's going to be a good one. Pongy Robert Pattinson isn't Hollywood's only smelly actor. <laughs> Pongy! Pongy Robert Pattinson. Pongy R. Pats. Pongy R. Pats. Um, now <laughs> That's what we should call this, this episode. <laughs> and we will. Pongy R. Pats. Um, the reason I'm dwelling on this is because, and I said this to you, Holly, the other day when I saw a TikTok and someone was mm. saying... Robert Pattinson is like a less smelly version of Jake Gyllenhaal or like a better version doesn't smell as bad because there was that whole thing recently um where we learned that Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't shower very often yeah as well as a lot of other celebrities but I think the children have forgotten (laughs) how big a bit of drama it was (laughs) when New Moon was out and someone from the set of New Moon Mm -hmm. went to a newspaper and told them about how bad from a bathroom smells. <laughs> and the quote is, there's two quotes, it's awful, he never showers and it drives people on the set crazy. <laughs> and then an unidentified crew member, he completely reeks. <laughs> now, I'm not saying if that's true or not. Yeah. But would I like it to be true? Yes. yes. I think, I like it's, for me, learning Jake Gyllenhaal smells bad no no don't don't want to hear about it no. like it's not fun to me 
No, and I'm really uninterested. No, in that. Yeah. learning that Robert Pattinson smelt bad to the point that the crew was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> People complained. <laughs> is so funny to me. Yeah, and that brings me on to the only time he's really addressed that is in I think it's the Vogue thing. It's like a Vogue video. Yeah, I think it's like 24 hours with Robert Pattinson, and yeah. it's, he's promoting this. Is it like a? It's some fragrance. Oh, deal. Yeah, the face of. And yeah. so they're talking about like what what smells have gone into this. <laughs> I forgot about and this. And he says, and this is the only like comment he's made on his smell. People tell him he smells like crayons. <laughs> like he's a waxy man. <laughs> like he smells crayons. like yeah, like crayons, like something waxy. Ugh. Like he's being embalmed. Maybe that's it. He literally is dead. He's dead. But I just don't want people to forget that it was a big part of like <laughs> popular culture in 2010 that Robert Pattinson potentially smelt really bad. Yeah. And so did Kristen Stewart because yeah. someone also from the crew was like, yep, she doesn't shower either. So either <laughs> lives or the cast of New Moon was the sm- like the smelliest Filthiest, cast yeah. known. Filthy, just stinky. Um, like, We're in Taylor the woods, Lorna, in though, the woods. I imagine, showered constantly. Yeah, I imagine he showers vibe. twice a day. Three. Really? Like lunch breakfast, lunch, dinner? Yeah. I'm... He was he was working himself to a, an illness, like... I think. <laughs> yes. in the, for for that one, film. yes. And two, everyone else smelt so bad that he was convinced it was him. Oh, he so he was sh- yeah, and was just showering constantly. And was like, why yeah. do I smell so bad? It's not. It's and still it, there. It's still. I can always smell it. And and like oh. he was saying this to Robert Pattinson and Kristen, and they were going along with it, and they're like, yeah, you smell really bad. And it was them. It was them. The that collective... didn't happen, by the way. No. that's just speculation. <laughs> that's just. Oh, that makes me not... sad. It's not even real, and it makes me sad. No, we don't know anything about Taylor Lautner's and also, cleaning habits. Comes... <laughs> no, we don't. It also comes from. In 2009, he did have another comment on it, but this one was made up, I think, that he didn't, that he doesn't clean his home or his hair. He said, I have my apartment for sleeping in and I have my hair for just, you know, hanging out on my head. I don't care if it's clean or not. (laughs) So I think some some people are like, he was lying there. Yeah. Because that's something we'll get onto, I think, that he has now admitted. He just lies. That he lies in interviews, which is fun. I, th- I get why you would, because they probably... You know when you listen to, like, if there's... I think I've mentioned this before. If there's a celebrity you like, and they go on to several different interview shows, mm-hmm. and you listen to them, they yeah. will invariably tell the same story yes. on each show, because yeah. there's not much to talk about after a bit. You've told this... Like, some of them aren't that interesting. Most of them. Yeah, like, they're, they're just there to kind of talk about their film, and then they're like, oh, here's a story from my childhood. I understand why you'd start lying. Yeah. Because I think I would. Yeah, you've got you to would, spice things up. You've got to make and it it's boring. interesting. If yeah. you're, like, and you probably have it all in like a really short span of time as well mm. that you have to do the, per- the press. Sick of telling the same story over yeah. and over again. So instead, although I in this GQ, there's some new ones that I hadn't heard of. Oh right, tell me more. So um, that he was a shra- a sham drug dealer. I said <laughs> he said. I haven't thought about this in years. During secondary school, my first properish kind of girlfriend was a few years above me, and I always wanted to hang out with the cool kids who were in the oldest year. And some of us decided that I'd pretend I was importing drugs, but I didn't even know what drugs looked like. So I had this idea I'd get floppy disks, open up the floppy disk, pour this kind of powder stuff inside, then spray it with like some kind of cleaning product mm. so that it smelled chemically and seal it all in. 
I bought like 40 floppy disks and then I'd show it to the kids who were probably 15 or 16 and I'd be like, yeah, I'm importing drugs in floppy disks. He says it, he says it like a real scumbag. All right, interviewer. <laughs> I knew that's weird. And everybody believed me and I kind of got a reputation that this kid is crazy. He's a drug dealer. Like, want to try some, some sawdust with Febreze on it? And that one's true. This is what he's come up with this, but he but that lies feels all like the it time. Has to be true because, like, <laughs> how so would you detailed. come up with that? It's too detailed. I think. Where to would be you get that idea? Like, <laughs> what, like, oh, I just God. don't know how that would come to your head immediately, as opposed to the famous one that he he admitted immediately, pretty much the Water for Elephants one. Where I mean, if you <laughs> haven't seen Water for Elephants, what were you doing? Um, I love that film. Incredible film. Uh, I haven't seen it in years, so I don't know if I can stand by that. Maybe we should rewatch that. it. Yeah, we yeah. probably should. Um, <laughs> like, one of the only two films I still have on DVD. Cause me too! What for Elephants and Remember Me. Oh, wow. The 9-11 film that he was in as well. Oh, spoiler. Gandhi. I don't, all I remember is from, like, they used to have him on the advert, and it was like, Gandhi used to said, but I would never use Oh my god, like, I do remember that advert And he's, now. like, on a subway train. Yeah. I thought it was a good film. I mean, I haven't seen 9/11. it. Nine Eleven. Yeah. It's full circle, because Twilight, like the pipeline from Nine Eleven to. Oh, oh my, my god! god. How did I even... ever realize that? But I Sorry. just, <laughs> if you, but on the show of Remember Me, just a brief note. Did anyone know it was about Nine Eleven going into it? Because I, I fully didn't. And then I remember, no. I think I went to see it in the cinema with my mum, and I went, <laughs> "That's weird." I thought that, like, because there's a bit. And it comes right, like, right before it happens. And it's, like, in a classroom and they write the date on the wall. And I was like to my mum, I went, like, oh, I thought this was set now. I didn't realise it was set in the past. And then she was like, yeah, that's weird. And then suddenly, we were there. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, oh, so was that a, like, was that a twist? Did no one know about that? I don't think they did. I think it it, was a twist. There was no other references to it. Like, I know his dad, like, Piers Brosnan is the banker or whatever. Um... But what an odd thing to be like, do you know what our big movie twist is? 9-11. 9/11. Like, there could have been anything. Like, he could have just so died. Twisted. Why did he have to yeah. be, like, part of 9-11? Could have got hit by a car. Yeah, literally. Why Why did they? Why that's so bizarre. Like, what a bizarre twist to your film. But, like, yeah. fair. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, he's doing press for Water for Elephants. And he went on the Today Show. And again, like, so I'm assuming the Today Show happens. Please explain, um, American <laughs> listeners. Yeah. I think it happens in the morning, right? It's like an early morning Surely. Thing. I think so, because, like, today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're, time. <laughs> you're probably, like, tired and you don't really want to be there. It's not like you're yeah. doing one of the, like, chat shows in the evening and you yeah. can have a bit of a drink. It's going to be tiring. You don't want to be there. Yeah. So I assume that's why he did this. Um, so he goes on and... Watch for Elephants is about like a circus and he says that he went to the circus they ask him if he's ever been he was like the first time I went and the only time a clown died (laughs) and so so what I think happened is he was like I'll say this no one will question it but it's a fun story (laughs) but immediately they ask him to expand essentially and then I think he panics because he says instead of thinking of something rational that the clown died and this is his words. His little car exploded. The joke <laughs> car exploded on him. <laughs> so dark. And he, like, fully, later on, fully admitted he'd made yeah. it so. Like, he was so like, yeah, that never happened. But I do love that the person interviewing him was Matt Lauer. Yeah. And I like that he lied to him. Yeah, because he he's like a, a fool. 
And he's a terrible man. Yeah, I know. That's why I like that you lied yeah. to him. Not just because I have a personal thing there. <laughs> like, if he's going to lie to anyone. <laughs> that's my favourite thing. But but now he's admitting more that he's lied about more stuff. Anything I hear him say, I'm like, huh. It's, it's What's very, true? What, yeah, you can't, you can't trust anything, but I think that makes it interesting. Yeah, it, it makes, makes him it more fun. Watch. Yeah. The interviews that he does, because after I'd like comb through the whole GQ fucking articles again, I was then like, oh my God, there's a 24 minute video where he breaks down his most iconic characters. And I was mainly watching it for um, Twilight, Obviously. to be honest, because I haven't, re- I haven't really followed him in the rest of his career. I think it And was, I think that's fair. I think like we went, we did Twilight, and then Relevance, Watch Relevance, Remember, Relevance, me. Remember Me, and then he went artsy. He did. And we were still children. We were still children. And we weren't, you know, we would just... Can't really do violence. No, not, Can't not really as do a the... child. Like, I was nah. too busy. Like, I just needed more dystopia at that age. And you yeah. took that away from me, Robert. You did. Mm. You The franchise ended. Yep. And then we had to find something else. Like, he could have done Batman then. And I would have been like, yes, because, yes, like, dystopia, give me gothic, give me that. And give then, me, you know, yeah. he was doing, like, deep stuff. And I like, just, I'm too young. Yeah. Too young to have those worries. What I like hearing about is that for filming the lighthouse yeah this isn't great but he says he would throw up before the scenes yeah. uh, to make them more intense and would sometimes spin around several times in a circle um to disorient to like confuse him and walk about with a stone in his shoe to he, add to this discomfort he didn't talk about this in this gq interview and no. it's possible i've made this fully up but didn't he masturbate like I thought there was a scene where he's meant to be masturbating and they were like, it's just not working. So he actually masturbated. And I also feel like um, he's done that more than once, but he definitely um, did it on the lighthouse, I think. That sounds right. Doesn't Strangely, it? Strangely, they don't really talk about it anymore. Yeah, I feel like he's stopped <laughs> dwelling on that. Or no, you know what he definitely did it in? The what? film where he's Salvador Dali. Oh, I forgot about that. That was quite early on, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think for sure he did that in that. I can't give you any evidence, but trust me, it <laughs> happened on one of those films, and potentially it happened on both of them. Wow. Maybe that's just this thing. He's like, posh how weirdness. All, yeah. That's posh weirdness for you. How do we all feel about all this? <laughs> I think it was encouraged. Probably. I think he, I definitely feel like he suggested it. He's so intensive, though. Like, yeah. I think it's all too much to cope also, with. Also, like, I'm not saying I would do it, because I feel I wouldn't, but like, if he's faking it, yeah. there surely comes a point where it's like it's too close to the real thing anyway. So he's probably yeah. just like, well, we might as well. Why well. just do it? Yeah, I wouldn't do it myself, but it seems like something he would. <laughs> Makes sense for him. <laughs> I might as well have a good time while we're here. You all just stand there. <laughs> I just feel like the filming of the lighthouse was probably one of the weirdest things ever. I feel like everyone on that set was having like a collective hallucination of something and yeah. we'll never understand what it was i would like do you know when they sometimes do like behind the scenes documentaries yeah. about i would love to see the 100 they the should have done they should have because i think it's like a once in a lifetime like nut job this is gonna be biz- weird it's so bizarre but also i love that and it, it's as well and this is something he talks about in the gq like breaking down his career um about how he's telling everyone the lighthouse is a comedy and it seems that everyone is confused whether it is or not yeah and everyone everyone else seems to be adamant it's not yeah but he is like no it's funny it's It's good it's good fun (laughs) now what i've heard is it's about like homosexuality 
I think so. Yeah. And like isolation yeah. and what being put somewhere like really far away, you can actually lose your mind. Yeah. So, so that's quite a comedy apparently to Robert Benson. <laughs> Whacking the seagull against a bin. I mean that is funny. Every beat. He's just a born musician. He's he could Well, that's not another help thing it. that gets me from this interview is when he talks about how he was living off the Harry Potter money for so long. Yeah. And he was like, I w- was set on being a musician at this point in time. And I do think his music is good. Yeah. But it, I mean, he does not enunciate. I think we know that. But <laughs> it's the fact that he admits he was like, no one was asking for me to do that. And like, no one wanted it. <laughs> Yeah. And then it got to a point I had no more money. <laughs> so I had to I had to go back into it. But like you would just live off Harry Potter money, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Like you would think that I was would not it. be doing anything else right now. No. The fact that they're still going Why? wouldn't be me. Give up. Yeah. Done for life. Like you, you were wa- any of the main you three. You had to like work through your childhood. Have your yeah. childhood now. Like you missed out. Have your childhood now. I would. Like I <laughs> fully would. Not Robert Pattinson though. No, he like was he in was... one and like died. He was probably like if we broke down the minutes, he was probably in about twenty minutes of that film. <laughs> well, how much money you got? It was a really it. good film though. Great Goblet Fire. Best one. Best one for sure. Is that the Hands one with down. David Tennant in as well? Yes. It was like everyone looking... I loved. Oh yeah. I mean, I didn't like that. <laughs> Best Harry Potter. Film. I don't really like Harry Potter films that much, yeah. just because I was never that into them. But that mm. film I was into, and the yeah. one with the werewolf. Yes, that is also Prince of Asgard. I was just like preempting Twilight, you know? Yeah. I was like, what am Gothic I going to love when I'm older? They are dark. Yeah, and I loved it. <laughs> loved, I it. loved it. <laughs> but yeah, I think, do you have a favourite Robert Pattinson um, tidbit? Uh, let us know, because we I always love to hear about what this man is oh, up yeah, to for sure. in his life. I love hearing him talk about Twilight, whether he's hating on it, where he's like retrospectively being like just fun with it um i think in this one he says about edward i think edward is basically nosferatu but at the same time he still cares about like doing his hair and stuff i love that nosferatu he really thought about that as well and then ended with like but he still cares about his hair (laughs) that's the only difference between him and and nosferatu Nosferatu. can i show my one of my favorite things he's done uh, before we end this, do you know about his Reddit AMA? No. So like, occasionally celebrities will do Reddit AMAs, which is like, ask me anything. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of them are disastrous, uh, <laughs> and just so funny because it's just people hating on. Well, that's not funny, but like, you... yeah. Uh, this one was so bizarre. So here are some of the questions and answers. So someone said, "Do you ever think about joining social media?" And he's replied, "Only in dark moments." <laughs> and then. So it was. He was doing promotion for the Lost City of Z. So it was like, how many mosquito bites did you get during filming that? I don't get bitten by them. Blood too toxic. <laughs> uh, what's your life like outside of acting? Sucks. One word response. <laughs> and then the my favorite one. Do you fold or scrunch? Oh, now God. over three separate responses, he put toilet paper question mark. Next response, mummify. Mittens. <laughs> what does it mean Um, so there's that that's my favourite thing and that's what I want to end on unless you have a favourite thing to share before we end no there's no way you can top mummify mittens Mittens. (laughs) it's just like the thoughts were coming to him like toilet paper mummify (laughs) 
It doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, guys, please share your thoughts on our pets. Do you love him? Do you find him strange? Have you loved him since the early days? Are you part of the Renaissance? Let us know. Yeah. Um, but thank you once again thank for you. listening and goodbye. Bye.